Oh yeah, that's one thing I was yeah. gonna say. Imagine if in like the first three Harry Potter movies, you just had a bunch of kids who were running around like Revelio. Revelio. Gotta find some collectibles, boys. <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy, 5 out of 10. Have a good day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Alright, alright, let's do this for real. Hello and welcome to episode uh, 18. 18 of the Nerd Switch Podcast. <laughs> my name is Dylan and joining me once again today is my good friend and fellow nerd, Jeremiah. Hello everyone, welcome to 18. House Gryffindor. Generic, basic. Thank you, thank you. I, I appreciate my bravery. Oh, main character vibes over there. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, again, Mr. Kyle of House Ravenclaw. Good to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, I myself am a, a Slytherin. I manipulate both these people to record with me and all that good stuff. So. Achieve your ambitions, whatever means. <laughs> um, so yeah, if it's not already apparent, today we're... <laughs> going to be reviewing a Harry Potter title. Not a movie though. This is a video game that a lot of people were very excited for this year with Hogwarts Legacy. So yeah, um, we'll keep it nice and short there. Let's just go ahead and dive right in and flip the switch and give a review and thoughts on Hogwarts Legacy. Her body and Draco. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys were pretty hyped for this game, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it was kind of, I mean, the closest thing. I hate my neighbors. <laughs> Stop Dang. running. There's a walk button. <laughs> Um, the closest thing I've seen hype-wise to, like, Cyberpunk when we last had that, which, you know, going in made me a little skeptical, because it seems nowadays the more excited you get for a project, the more likely you are to be let down by it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the game is upon us, and let's just dive right in. Uh, similar to our other reviews, we're going to be breaking it down section by section. We'll start with the story, world, and characters, and then we'll progress through, uh, Gameplay, performance, final verdict, all that good stuff. So getting started with the story here, if we turn to the handy-dandy IMDb. Uh, set during the 1800s, a newly enrolled student at Hogwarts discovers that they possess the unusual ability to perceive and master ancient magic, becoming the key to an old secret that threatens to tear the wizarding world apart. Sounds pretty typical for Harry Potter. Pretty much. <laughs> But yeah, so it takes place like way before what everyone is familiar with, which immediately kind of sets this game apart um, as being able to be something unique. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff the game does that's really good. And there's a lot of stuff for me that kind of does lower it in some areas that we'll talk about. And starting off with the story, for me, unfortunately, that's where some of those weaknesses lie. Uh, 
so like the story of Hogwarts Legacy is charming. Um, like we mentioned, it's fairly typical for like a Harry Potter based story, but it is overall enjoyable. Uh, it doesn't really do anything to break the mold. And my main complaint really lies with like the villains. Mm. Uh, they just aren't very interesting. They're very like cliche. In They're very opinion. thrown in there. They're just instantly very well known. They're villain. Yeah. You get Ranrock, which is like this goblin dude <laughs> who uh, can use magic, which ties into the story. And, you know, like the story itself, it's not terrible. Like it is enjoyable and it kept me intrigued to go like throughout it. But like with the overall story, like what did you guys think? I know maybe we probably have some differing opinions because I've already kind of started off on a negative note, but I do have good things to say about the game, rest assured. Um, for the most part, for my intro for it, it's been oh, it's been doing okay. Yeah. Um, uh, it's very um spread out on all the learning of the world, the world creating, the story creating for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely not all thrown together pretty quickly, and then gives you your story of each mission by mission, continuing that story. It's every single thing you do continues your story for that world. Right. And I really like how they built the world. There are some things that are very tedious to it, mm. to the story. Um, it is an open world game. It kind of comes with the territory. Yeah, <laughs> It works. Yeah. So that I, I give that already good cred because, um, like you said, this is something that we were very hyped for. Mm. And my hype can either be like, oh, I'm super hyped for this game, but I'm still super cautious because this could totally blow up in everybody's face. Right. Yeah, I mean, my one stance with it, because, like, I didn't really consider myself a, ma- a massive Harry Potter fan. Um, like, I had seen the movies all once, probably some of the earlier ones more when I was younger. But uh, playing through the game, like, especially its opening, it really did kind of put a smile on my face. Because yeah. it very much feels like it belongs in that world. Everything from your opening mission to finally getting led to Hogwarts for the sorting ceremony to taking your first couple classes, like, that whole opening part of the game is fantastic. It definitely, um, like, um, the immersion into this game, mm-hmm. like, it's be- it honestly kind of brought out more of, like, my, my young childhood self, where it's yeah. like, I get to be a wizard, I right. go to Hogwarts finally, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, and it, it, like, starts off really strong, but for me, like, after you do the first two classes, it lost a lot of momentum, because mm-hmm. you start to get a lot more of the, like, other classes where you get a lot of fetch quests. And Very stuff grindy like that. almost. Like, like you have to constantly go back and forth. Right. Like I kept having to go to Hogsmeade way too much yeah. just because my <laughs> inventory was full. Right. And I couldn't carry anymore. <laughs> but Mr. Kyle, what do you think like story wise? I know maybe a difference of opinion, but let, what do you what do you think? I mean, what you said about the, the intro in the beginning is spot on. Like yeah. they they did such a fantastic job of of immediately pulling you into the story in the game mm-hmm. and you wanna keep playing. But but after that initial probably day one or two in game mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of fetch quests and, and yeah. I think I made a mistake of focusing on side quests a lot which aren't very you know captivating they, yeah <laughs> they don't really pull you in it's more like go defeat these enemies and come back to me go find this and come back to me yeah and it's not 
it doesn't immerse you into the story. It kind of like, it's, it almost felt like the entire, like, a lot of the assignments are tutorials. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you can collect these plants uh, from Herbology, the right. uh, Venomous Tentacula, or the Chinese Cabbage. Which, so, which I didn't mind that yeah, part no, of it. Yeah, no, a lot of that I actually really liked. Like, using the classes as a, you know, a premise to introduce you to the game's key, like, gameplay concepts is really clever. Um, but for me, there's some parts of it that just overextended to the point where your teacher's yeah. like, oh, you want to learn this spell? Well, you got to go do, you know, this and this, and then come mm-hmm. back to me. And I'm like, well, I will do this and this a few times, and it'll be fine, but then when I have to do, like, this and this and this and this and this and this... Over and over again, you know, it starts to get a little tiring to where there's some points where, like, do I really want to get that spell? Yeah, and like, I, I did. already, just teach me. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did go through and get them all, but there's definitely some points where it just kind of felt like a drag. Um, but that's not to say that every side quest is bad. Like, there are some really good side quests. Um, yes. Especially the main side quests that are more character-focused. And uh, there's one unfortunately like playstation exclusive side quest that's probably my favorite in the whole game but yeah so it's not all bad like the main story itself has its weaknesses but it works you know aside from some of its characters being kind of cookie cutter and very basic it's a drive to get you through was intriguing enough for me to want to keep playing it um it does set up a sort of mystery sort of but it was also kind of very easy to see where it was going i don't know if you kind of got that feeling with like what they were setting it up yeah like you you knew where it was headed it was just a matter of how you were going to get there and i I do like it wasn't completely straightforward like they throw a lot of unexpected twists Like, like at the very beginning of the game like somebody dies immediately yeah and i like the fact that it wasn't just a like a happy go lucky Harry Potter game. Like there's mm-hmm. death and there's like some some dark parts to it's it. It's definitely a lot more serious than like your Harry Potter intro, yeah. where it's very more kid. Mm-hmm. This yeah. one felt more reality based in this kind of world set. Yeah, yeah. Like there's there's betrayal and and murder. Like there's <laughs> right. There's some things that kind of kind of pull you in, but. The main story, it does have dull moments, to say the least. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. that's unfortunate. I think a lot of it was, it's almost like a a bad TV series, where there's just a, a few filler episodes, right. and unfortunately, you just want to get back to the interesting part. Right. Yeah, definitely a few peaks and valleys where it would like pick up a lot of momentum, and then kind of slow down, and yeah. go back and forth. Yeah. Um, with the characters themselves, like, a lot of the characters are really well done. Like, uh, standouts like Professor Fig and oh, some yeah. of your fellow students. Specifically, uh, Sebastian, to me, was Sebastian. a really good one. I like Sebastian. I actually really liked um, how the students could stand out. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of time, like, uh, as soon as you start your, um, like, which house you go to, mm-hmm. you have some initial students you can go meet. Yeah. And then as you progress to classes, you'll see them throughout, like, the game. Mm-hmm. I like how they kind of just, like, appeared out of the school. You'd see them walking around. Which, right. I mean, us having three different houses, were they all the same characters, you think? Uh, yeah, that's the one thing. I we... mean, I'm pretty sure, because, like, you all meet uh, Natty. 
right? Yeah, yeah. Like, which she was one of my favorites too. Actually, right? like you learn yeah. you learn something cool because you her. learn uh, what is it, Accio right away? Yeah, the first spell, one of the first spells you learn, and she's your partner for learning that. Right, which leads me into one of my biggest disappointments with the game mm. is like going in with the house system and everything. You know, after the letdown of, like, the life paths from Cyberpunk, I was really hoping this game would do something. And, I mean, it does to an extent, but a little more unique with it. Mm -hmm. Um, But the disappointment I have is just the house system doesn't play a huge part in the narrative. I mean, regardless of which house you pick, the story is basically the same. Uh, You're forced to play the narrative as a hero as well. There's not really a morality system, despite what a lot of people were thinking going in. Um, so all you Tom Riddle fanboys and girls, you can't just go in and like, I know there's a lot of memes where they're like, me five minutes into Hogwarts Legacy, and he's like, anything you want from the trolley? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on, bro. No. I mean, if you're on PC and you mind your game, yeah, you can can those, game those people, are, tons of people are doing that, but, but I, 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 I'm torn between the fact that there's no morality system, like I yeah. like it, because at the same time, I don't want to play four different times yeah i mean there's like a pseudo morality system with one of the side quests where you can like morally be a little questionable but in the end like it doesn't matter like it mainly just changes like a a line or two (laughs) of dialogue like i legitimately casted a one of the unforgivable curses like in front of professor fig at one point and he didn't say anything i'm like that's a little immersion breaking Mm. but whatever Um, so yeah, just like the house system is still really good Mm -hmm. and it does change some stuff. Like, you know, the common room you go to some of the dialogue you'll get with some characters, but it did unfortunately kind of remind me of cyberpunk in the sense that, you know, they could have really done something good with it. And I know it would take a lot of work from the developer Mm -hmm. to do something like that, but I had hopes and I just felt like this part of the game was a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. Despite its strengths, because there are some good things with it. But yeah, I mean, this, the overall overall story, that's for me where most of the game's weaknesses go. Mm-hmm. Like, when we shift over to gameplay, you'll I'll be very different talking about the game, because that's the part that I think really works. But yeah, with the overall story, like, did you guys just feel similar, like a little let down, or I don't know? <laughs> I, I, I was a little let down, like I said, with with some of the parts that just felt like filler, like, you know, fetch quests in the main storyline should not be there, I don't yeah. think. But the way they ended it, I thought made up for quite a bit. Like, the last mm. quest was was awesome. Like, yeah. It was really, really cool. That will kind of talk... We, we will have a spoiler discussion at the end where we kind of dive into... Well, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I do agree the ending was pretty strong. Um, I just wish there was more like that. Yeah, for sure. Kind of reminded me of God of War. Like, it's a very similar premise yeah. for the ending. Yeah. But yeah, so with that, let's shift over and discuss the gameplay, which I think really is the strength of this game. Um, I remember initially watching some of the early reveals with like the wand play and everything. It looked really cool. And I'm happy to say that it feels just as good as it looked in those trailers. The gameplay is really solid. Uh, learning the different spells and mapping them. You you have a system where you can map a spell to a certain button and then it gives you an option to like switch over your spell set, which is a little hard to get used to. It takes time for me to yeah. get used to it a lot. But once you do, 
it's really cool because you get to the system where you're like chaining spells in a certain order and it's yeah, really really just to fun. get the most damage multiplier mm-hmm. you can and that part of the game is fantastic like if the story was as good as the gameplay my score for this game would be a lot higher um like it's just really fun and it's borderline addictive as you unlock more spells and kind of mix in unlocking new so much stuff like the uh the room requirement mm-hmm. to all the stuff you can unlock there, going to Hogsmeade, yeah. all the different shops that are available with their side quests, <laughs> your broom challenges. Um, a lot of the gameplay there was a lot of fun to mm-hmm. just explore with. Yeah, and that's one thing I noted. Just other access, other aspects of the gameplay are really solid. Like stealth isn't a main focus, but it's actually pretty well implemented because you get a legitimate spell to cast like give yourself that sort of invisibility similar to like the cloak but not as effective mm-hmm. i like the the fact that you have I'm, i don't know the exact number but like six seven eight different spells that you don't have to map that you yeah. automatically get right and for some of them i kind of wish you you did have that feature as well because <laughs> choosing and picking which spells you want mapped I kind of agree. Of... Like, I kind of wish um, how like Revelio is set to be your left on the D pad. Yeah, right. constantly. Yeah, I like... kind of wish we would have got. I was expecting so many more spells to be down there. Yeah. Um, another spell that honestly kind of bothered me a little bit more was um, Alohomora. Oh yeah. I typically do not care for every lock yeah. that I have to unlock by going into it. And doing a tiny little adjustment just to yeah, find yeah. that sweet spot for well, two different things. And one, two, and three are all, all the same. The same. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I had gotten level three and it made me bypass two and one, I'd have been fine. The good old lock-picking minigame. Thanks, Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim's was easy, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I wish some spells would have also been mapped. Like, the... Uh, the one where you make yourself invisible, I feel like that one really should have had its own dedicated Absolutely. button. Um, and uh, you get it. You get so many all the like those key items too, because it's um what are they? You get to um, pet the animals, right. feed the animals, uh, capturing you. That's that takes a slot. Yeah, so basically you can like upgrade your character to where you have four, I think four different spell yeah, sets. Yeah, four different spell sets. One of them I used strictly for yeah. like <laughs> the cool. pets and the room of requirement because you need spells to like conjure up, you know, potion crafting tables Basically or what I've done is every time I enter that the room of requirement, I go into my spells, That's I, I select well. all the yeah. stuff that it's yeah. going to be for that one section. I don't want to take up any yeah. space for it. <laughs> But yeah, just other aspects, like the world's really well done. You get the broom travel, which is pretty enjoyable. Like I had a lot of fun with it, doing some of the side missions with that, with mm-hmm. the one really snooty Slytherin girl that's like, you're not going to beat me. Yeah, I beat her every time. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah, watch me. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, no Quidditch, which I'm holding oh. out, crossing my fingers that maybe it'll be a DLC at some point. But That would have been so cool. Yeah, because, I mean, the flight system's really not bad, so I could see them, like, implementing it fairly well, but I don't know. The kind stadium of a, would have to be a lot bigger yeah. than what it was. Kind of a sad thing that is not in the game, and the reason they give you is the uh, the current headmaster at Hogwarts is just like no, no Quidditch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not after the injury. Yeah, right? 
So yeah, Broom travels really fun. You get some stuff with the beasts and the Room of Requirement, which I loved. Like that, yeah, <laughs> I'm loving all the videos I've seen of people that just so creative yeah. in their room in the uh, variums. Yeah. I had a lot of fun in there. Uh, I would like to go back and do more, but like I had a whole section I set up for my gardening. And my I have like that that downstairs area, yeah. all of my left side. I have this beautiful like garden, <laughs> potted plants right. all over the place. Yeah, that's what I did. I on the right, it's like blocked off, but then I have all my potion making and everything. Right, it looks great. I love it. Yeah, that part was really fun. Everything with the beasts was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Sounds like they're like moving the couch over. They Move. moved in like t- three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds like they're on a like just office chair, just rolling around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna bring up a good point, but I completely forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, everything with the beasts really good. Like, I love just going out and like collecting ones I haven't gotten and picking the vivarium that I wanted to keep them in. Uh, and then grooming them, you know, setting up their little area, the breeding pen, I thought was really nice as an inclusion, you know, getting, making them have babies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad there's like multiple rooms. Too. Yeah. Like at first I was just like, this isn't enough. I know. I was this like, isn't I, good. I filled it up. <laughs> we need to find a new recording <laughs> studio. <laughs> Rent an office space. We should get a camera. Get a camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, Only if we allow like the TV in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so we can, if we're like, what are we talking about? <laughs> I, I swear uh, I had something. We're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the gameplay part right now. We're talking about the beasts. For those uh, who maybe hear annoying noises throughout this episode, my upstairs neighbors are the worst. So I apologize on their behalf for being uh, inconsiderate. <laughs> But yeah, so talking about the beasts, everything there, really good. Just, you know, taming the beast, petting them, feeding them, getting resources for doing so, I thought was a, you know, not even a necessary inclusion, but like a really nice touch. It was fun. Yeah. I really definitely enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I'm about to hit the ceiling. I'm about to do it. I'm about to... Just go upstairs. Hi, can you uh, shut up? <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> So when are you guys moving again? When are you guys moving again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other gameplay things that were like noticeable. I mean, I'm loving all the different funny things where everyone's just like, you walk 10 feet and you're like, Oh, yeah, that's one thing I was yeah. going to say. Imagine if in, like, the first three Harry Potter movies you just had a bunch of kids who were out running around like, Revelio! Revelio! Gotta find some collectibles, boys! <laughs> There's secrets afoot here, Revelio! <laughs> but, yeah, I think everything with the gameplay, like, gameplay, really good. And if the story was as good as the gameplay, it'd be a better game. <laughs> But let's jump up to uh, audio, visuals, and performance. Um, I, I noted on mine, like, technically the game handles itself uh, very well. Like, audio design is good. I didn't have issues with much. Um, there was one weird thing, because, like, you know how you can change not so much your character's voice, but the pitch of their voice? Yeah. Yeah. 
little awkward. The male, the male voice pitch yeah. honestly sucks. If you do anything other than the default, it sounds weird. It sound, yeah, it sounds very robotic. I'm stuck with it, and yeah. I always constantly hate it now whenever my character yeah. talks. Because I did, like, the second option to the left, so it was a little deeper. But then you listen to it in dialogue, and it just sounds like... It's very like robotic. Like, they didn't mix it very well. Yeah, very robotic. <laughs> so that was, like, one technical issue I had, I guess. But there was a couple things, like, performance-wise, where I had frame rate dips that were pretty significant. Um... There were times where I thought it was just going to, like, fully crash on me because it, it dropped so much. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed it, but when, like, character dialogue, like, as they talk to each other, does it feel like they just instantly jump from one sentence to the next? Uh, I, thought, I thought it was fine. Really? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really notice, but... Like, I just always thought, like, they'd, like, one person would talk, like, Professor Fig would talk, mm-hmm. and then another person just chimed right in. I don't know, it's like, it feel it felt off to me, but at the same time, a lot of conversations do go like that, where multiple yeah. people start talking. Yeah. I do think the game has a fairly bad case of, like, NPC syndrome, where the NPCs just aren't voiced as well and don't look as good as, like, the main characters. Where are you off to now? <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> like, you know how many times I heard... <laughs> Traveling was a real nuisance, you know, before I invented, invented flu travel. All roads lead to Hogsmeade. <laughs> oh. That is so weird, I'll end my game, and he still says it sometimes. <laughs> like, why are you telling me this? Yeah, I mean, I know you guys had some game crashes. I didn't have anything, like, strictly crash, just some frame rate dips. Nothing really glitch-wise or, like, game-breaking, but... You know, it's it's average to me, like performance wise, audio, visual wise. Like yeah. it, it does its job, but it, it does what it's supposed to. Like comparing to like our last review of Dead Space, it doesn't do anything to like break through the upper echelon of video game development. It's very much, you know, it does its job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of my funny things that I always laugh at it doesn't game break, but my robe will sometimes be in my waist, like the bottom <laughs> part flips up, and it's just kind of. Poofing up here, I'm just like, yeah, I haven't had that. Just want to tuck it down, but it's not working. Speaking of the uh, the appearances and your robes and whatnot, I love the fact that you can change the appearance to whatever yeah. you want. You get a nice, easy trans Yeah, you don't look like yeah. just a clown. I love some of the videos, though, that were really funny. Like, someone's wearing the weird, like, dragon glasses. Yeah. This weird pointy hat, a scarf. Right. And, some, and it was, they did a cut scene when they entered the three broomsticks. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, wow, you look pretty lost. And he's like, yeah, it's my first time. Spot the main character, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's always funny, too, because in classrooms, you stand out so much yeah. where everybody's in, like, normal uniform, and then you're just over here flaunting your stuff in, like, yeah, one fancy glowing room. Magic. I can dress how I want, you know? One thing that was kind of a fun audio thing I picked up, because I was literally at one point wearing pajamas, <laughs> and people actually commented on it. They were like, oh, that guy's just running around in pajamas. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, up until I realized you could change the actual appearance of your equipped items, I was hideous. <laughs> I was definitely the new kid at school for a while. I was, I was a very uh, flamboyant wizard. I was, I was very foreign. I did not know where I was. Always making a fashion statement, let me right. tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just on the performance front, like a couple of bugs, nothing game-breaking. It, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, no, they did really well. But uh, 
with that, I feel like this is going to be a lot shorter of a review. I'm about to, I'm about to go rip a tire off of a about kid's About to toy. get some new neighbors. It's going to be a vacancy upstairs. <laughs> um, but let's go ahead and jump. If you guys are ready, unless we missed anything, we can kind of move on to our final verdict for the game. Yeah. Okay. Final verdict. Well, like I kind of mentioned, it's like for being one of the most hyped video games for this year, I think it, for the most part, delivers. Um, it's easily, in my opinion, like the most uh, definite gaming experience in the Wizarding World. I mean, we haven't seen a good Harry Potter game probably since Lego Harry Potter. Uh, but I think looking at it now, like this is probably the game I'll point to. They're like, oh, Harry Potter game. I'm like, oh, yeah, Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, very for, true. For how short, like, the main storyline can be, like, there's yeah. still so much to do and so much to explore right. and see. I mean, I'm fairly, like, close to reaching my God of War Ragnarok time play. Yeah. I hit 46 hours for that game, and I'm currently sitting at 31 for this one. Okay. I'm still not, I'm still not there yet. Yeah, I think that's about where I got. And I, I did beat the game and do a good amount of side stuff, but like I, I'm definitely not going to be a completionist for this one. But yeah, like my personal rating, like I would just say it falls a little short with its narrative and some of its characters, but there's enough there to keep you playing and keep you, you know, enjoying it for a good while. So for me, it's just going to be an 8 out of 10. You know, not at all a bad score, just there's a couple things with the title that does bring it down a little for mm. me. But I still recommend it, especially if you're a fan of Harry Potter, be it the movies or the books. You know, you'll you'll definitely find something to like with it. There is a lot to this game, so I definitely agree. I've kind of given it that 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, it is by all means still worth recommending to those that if you've grown up with the Harry Potter movies, if you've read the books, it's such a, ma- it is honestly a good magical experience mm-hmm. to go through. To kind of live that uh, fantasy experience that you might have wanted to go through, be a wizard or a yeah. witch. I and do. I do hope if they do it again, like a sequel. I hope they kind of go more on the, you know, alternate endings, yeah. morality system. You know, good more more to ending. the story and decision yeah. making in the game. Because it's a really good setup for it. And I guess one thing I did kind of forget to mention is this game really potentially i hate you guys <laughs> it, it really potentially could have benefited from being an mmo because it has the setup and at some points just feels like it yeah. should have been one mm-hmm. <laughs> um again probably something that would have been a very big undertaking for the developers but you know something to think about <laughs> and uh mr kyle what about you your final thoughts where do you have this game um i mean i, I grew up with harry potter like i, I love harry potter a lot but there were some things that brought it down for me. You know, like, the gameplay itself was awesome, but the story not quite, you know, pulling you in the entire time, yeah. as well as there were a few performance issues, but I have, I think 8.5. Okay. 8.5. <laughs> it wasn't 9, but you know, the more you think about it, it, it wasn't perfect. Like, yeah. It, and, like, even if this review sounds, like, more negative overall than, like, our Dead Space review, it's not strictly a bad game. Like, I wouldn't even say it's a bad game at we all. We haven't gone lower than an 8 as far mm-hmm. as our ratings. Yeah. Like, no, it's still definitely worth playing. It's just there's some things to be aware of. There's things that to be improved upon. Yeah. Performance-wise, it wasn't 
it, it was very average. Mm-hmm. It was almost like they're like, it's working. Let's go with it. Yeah. Because there are things that still yeah, bug yeah, out, something else. through, <laughs> which I'm actually, it, it kind of brings up to the point of like how Skyrim sometimes glitches out mm-hmm. still. And I love these glitches because they're hilarious. They yeah. don't break my game. <laughs> they are just hilarious. And with Hogwarts Legacy, some of the glitches have been um, for Slytherin House. The squid will go through your rooms. <laughs> and it's hilarious. I did not notice that. I've seen tons <laughs> of stuff where apparently if you're hanging out down in the common room for Slytherin, mm-hmm. the Kraken squid will swim by and he <laughs> swims through your room. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's just funny stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Small bugs, but they're funny. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm okay with these because they bring up that humor. They bring like, oh, I'll remember that forever now because it's just yeah, super it, funny. It's much easier to forgive like non-game breaking glitches than it is to look at something like Cyberpunk in its initial release and yeah. say that that was okay. <laughs> yeah. I was able to get past the first mission. Yeah. You succeeded already. And it's a great first mission. Like if the whole game was as strong as its opening, this could have been a lot higher up. I, I definitely it would agree. have definitely been a ten if it because yeah. between the beginning and the end, there it was a little rocky. <laughs> but if it was as good as both of those the entire time, yeah, it, it's just like I felt like it, it should have definitely like you said it definitely had those like filler side, yeah. like story missions. And I feel like if you would have kept like if they would have kept up, they're like okay, let's get you through all the story missions. Always as soon as you finish one, the next one's ready. Yeah. Yeah. You can go do your side quests. Or you can go do your main stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you had full full reins to explore the second you got a broom. Yeah. You can go do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You can go fly to the bottom of the map, fly to the top. Mm-hmm. Or follow your story, get through it, and just keep experiencing these, like, incredible missions rather than being like, oh, no, you need to do this or you right. need to do that. Yeah, not to sound like a nerd, but there are some points where it just feels like someone was like, arresto momentum on the progression of the story. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the two eights and an 8.5, it's still definitely worth checking out. You know, maybe if you aren't like super interested, maybe wait for a sale because it probably will reduce itself in price later on. Eventually. But yeah, worth checking out. But with that, we can uh, shift over to a brief spoiler discussion. Um, if you haven't beaten the game, if you want to play it, you know, don't listen to this part. We're going to spoil stuff. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, one thing, I guess we'll just start with the main story itself. So where I argue that it was very predictable was as soon as they introduced the previous student who had ancient magic... Oh, yeah, you knew where that was going. Yeah, go. right yeah. away, because she's, like, starting to be like, well, I want to take the pain away from my dad or whatever. Yeah. And then pursues this whole thing with using magic to take people's pain away, and then the professor's being like, eh, you shouldn't do that, it's not your pain to take, and I'm like, ah, she's totally going to be, like, the main reason this all happened. I did, like, how it progressed a little bit, like, because I didn't expect, because at, at the very end, it's... It escalates to where she's not just taking pain. It's yeah. all of their emotion. Right. Yeah. Like, her her father is completely catatonic, basically. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, so it was pretty predictable, but it was still, like, intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sound. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. Whatever toy they're... I'm going to 
break in and throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, give me that. Just throw it in the Um... But yeah, the main story, like, that part was pretty predictable. There was some stuff that I like, though. Like, you're interacting with these portraits of previous professors yeah. who are guiding you through these trials. Because you're a student who has the ability to use ancient magic. And it's tying into unlocking the mystery and saving Hogwarts from the threat, which is Ranrock, this goblin who's, like, building up an army. Very reminiscent of, like, you know, Voldemort. And, yeah the Harry Potter series, but he's using, like, Ranrock's getting power from somewhere, you find out there's these reserves, and you have to go deal with all that fun stuff. <laughs> but yeah, and I, I, I... There were some things I didn't expect, like, it was kind of straightforward and predictable, mm-hmm. but, you know, t- towards the end, like, I didn't expect them to dispatch the student the way that they did yeah. as far as the way they defeat her but um i i liked it i liked it, it <laughs> it's it's a lot darker than this game is or that you would expect from a, a normal harry mm-hmm. potter game right but yeah um and i mean the final sequence like we talked about is really cool you get the moment like very similar to the last movie like deathly hollows part two like the defense of hogwarts Mm -hmm. not as bombastic because you're essentially underneath hogwarts yeah um the goblins basically like drill in and you get this whole sequence where you're fighting through them with the other professors this is where i was casting the unforgivable curses like in front of all the professors and like no one was saying anything (laughs) (laughs) Also, I highly recommend not getting Avada Kedavra before the end of the game because it's broken. <laughs> I was like one-shotting the mini-bosses. <laughs> I do like your comparison as far as saying, like, uh, it reminds you of God of War. Yeah. Because you're right, it's it's eerily similar. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, the final boss is pretty good. Um, I, again, I wouldn't say it's, like, revolutionary for boss design or whatever. Yeah, I didn't expect it to go that way. Yeah. But... Still, I didn't either. Because like you get yeah. to fight with the other, this I hated this villain, the top hat dude. Oh, Rookwood, Rockwood, yeah, whatever. Rook, Rookwood, he was the one to me that was like most stereotypical twirling yeah, oh, mustache sure. villain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like with him, you get the cool thing where you're like both doing the wand and you're like that was spamming really cool. the button, to yeah. like you know, win and whatever. But the Ranrock boss fight, instead of fighting Ranrock directly like I thought you would, he like transforms into this giant... Almost dragon type thing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And that's where I'm like, eh, that's a little like Resident Evil-y, but whatever. Which <laughs> which a lot of people have like already asked. It's like, what, what was the explanation for that? A lot yeah. of people weren't happy with it. My best answer for all of you. It's magic. It's magic. Well, it, it's, it's all it's that, magic. that dark magic yeah. that somehow you know mixed with him i mean whatever like what you're saying too because it says that it wasn't just the pain it started taking more than that yeah yeah clearly it was like there is something that makes a wizard have that magical potential yeah and my guess is is it took that part of that which as children they do things they don't expect. Look at Harry. He took he turned glass completely, made it disappear mm-hmm. without even doing anything. So clearly, magic in this world has these effects, and yeah. that pain altered it further. 
and that's why it was more darker and had yeah. its effects. And I don't think Harry Potter is the best place to try and really dive into the science behind the magic, because there's a lot of yeah. stuff, even in the movies, where it's like, yeah, just watch, don't ask about it. it yeah, it's definitely one of those <laughs> things. I mean, how do you explain magic? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's why it's like, there is no good way get away way with to... a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saying the words, it's magic, that gives you kind of your answer. You can't really argue with it because it's magic. Try yeah. explaining it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, and one of the uh, other spoiler territories of the game is the side quest with Sebastian, which I think is the best. Yeah, that went a way I didn't expect, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, no, that, so that's where the morality kind of comes in, because you're working with Sebastian, who's another, a Slytherin student. His sister was cursed at some point, and he's trying to do everything he can to uh, heal her, and you know, it dives into him learning the dark arts to try and do so, which then gives your character the option to also learn the dark arts, but you do, like, you can reject it. Who's going to do that, though? I mean, come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, if you do reject it, you'll still learn it yeah. another way. Yeah, you could learn it later as long as you don't have Sebastian expelled. Yep. Um, and that's, like, that's the one thing that sucks, is the only place where there's a legitimate decision in the game is just a side quest. Like, that's where I really think this game had potential to be more driven, like, that mm -hmm. way, but... but it's that, a, that quest was really good, though. Yeah, it is really yeah. good. Um, and, like, Sebastian's motives are good. He does seem a little, like, overly crazy <laughs> oh, at some point. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> where he's, like, raising all the dead in the tomb at one point. He's like, it's gonna save my yeah, sister. I'm controlling I'm like, him, bro. I had to fight I'm 40 of them. Sebastian, you, you idiot. <laughs> 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 but yeah, and then like the stuff with his dad, who's like, no, you can't save her, you his, need to stop. His, his oh. uncle. Oh, his uncle, okay. And then, <laughs> and then the point where Sebastian like casts Avada Kedavra on his own uncle, and he yeah. kills him, and I'm like, damn, that's pretty dark. I, I was like, okay. <laughs> and then it, after that, you're like, wow, I can't believe you just killed your uncle, that's yeah. crazy, can you teach me that curse? <laughs> 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 that part did feel really weird, because I'm like, oh, I really want to learn it, but I would totally not make that decision. Uh, but <laughs> I, I would have been like, wow, you definitely shouldn't have done that, but the only other option yeah. was, can you teach me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that part felt a little awkward. <laughs> I got the curse, so... <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, that narrative was really good. Um, just some, like, even the other side quests, like with Natty, and uh, she was the one who was mainly dealing with. Who was the third guy? Harlow. Harlow, that's Harlow. right. Which I liked the fact that. Oh, what is it called? Uh, an, an Enigmas? Where she, she can turn into oh, a gazelle? Oh, Animagus. Animagus. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that was. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I wish it would have dived a little deeper into that. Like, Right. But I like I liked that a lot. Like Yeah, like her side like I don't think any of the side quests are as strong as Sebastian's, but no. hers was really good. I really enjoyed Poppies as I like well. Poppies. Poppies Dealing was with fun. the poachers, like one of the big drives for the beast part of the game being there is, you know, the whole thing with people poaching and that's your reason for rescuing the beasts and bringing them to your vivarium. Uh so I enjoyed that one quite a bit. You get some good missions with her. I don't know if you guys Played the uh, the Hogsmeade side quest with uh, 
Buying your own shop. Yes. That's that's one he loves. <laughs> Fully unexpected, but I loved that. I really that enjoyed was, that That one. was really I fun. thought it was going to be very typical, but then you get the little house elf where you're like, you know, go check out the chest and see what he left you. And she's like... And I was like, what are you talking about? What did about? she say? She's like, or should you open the chest or yeah. something? And, and then, I'm like, wait, <gasps> why would you say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little sus. <laughs> But then you get sucked into the chest and you basically have this ghost who's like toying with you and making yeah. you go through these puzzles. And it's a really cool part of the game that is completely different from the rest of the game, but really enjoyable, which makes me sad that it's PlayStation exclusive. Oh, is that the exclusive yeah. one? Well, they made it count. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to think. It, it reminded me of something. I'm not quite sure. I don't know if it was one of the Arkham games when like you're hallucinating and whatnot. Right. But I, I I liked how they did it quite a bit. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. They even threw in the uh, the chess reference. You get that big chess yeah. board with big the knight. Yeah, I, I thought that was actually going to, you know, it was going to be a little bit more like the movies right there. Yeah. Where you were actually going to have to fight chess pieces, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> but you did get to the cool part where the uh, the mannequins come alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you turn around and come back, and they're right here about to choke you. <laughs> so yeah, really cool stuff. But I think that's a lot of what there is to talk about with the spoilers. Like like we said, the story isn't groundbreaking or anything. It's very typical. And a lot of the the named enemies, mm -hmm. like you would just find them out and about in the world. And there would be no story to them or small cutscene or anything. It's just like there's a bunch of enemies. This one is obviously the leader because they have an actual name and a bigger health bar. Yeah. But I know nothing about them and they're not even hard to defeat. Yeah. A lot it of them turned out to be like a lore thing, kind of like Dark Souls, where if you, once you've discovered them, you can go to your collections and then read about them. Yeah, I, I just, but it's very small. I wanted to see more. It's, I know yeah. that's kind of one of the things too. Like Dark Souls has always done it that like if you want the lore, you have to look it all up. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of what they did for a lot of those side bosses or just kind of stories and tales. Because if, you if you're a named enemy, I feel like I should know about you yeah. to an extent. Right. But yeah, I mean to kind of tie back to the final verdict before we wrap up, like, it's still a really solid game. I mean, the way that they brought Hogwarts to life is really cool. It gives you a lot of those feelings you would expect to have if you were actually able to, like, enter this world. Yeah. Um, opening of the game specifically, a lot of the stuff exploring Hogwarts, there are, like, a lot of secrets you can find. You know, optional puzzle rooms, uh, one part where you get to go down to the restricted section of the library, which is cool, and a lot of references to, like, the movie and book material, mm -hmm. which I'm sure fans will appreciate. So, yeah, I, I still recommend checking it out. Like, if you're a fan, like, full price, I'd say go for it. But, I mean, if you're not and you're a little skeptical, you know, waiting for a sale is probably not too bad on this one. But, yeah. So, with that, we will uh, push to our wrap-up here. So if you made it to this point in the episode, we just want to take a moment to thank you for listening. Um, Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to follow us on social media, we're on Twitter as well as Instagram. If you check the description on this episode, we're also on YouTube if you want to support us there. But with that, we will let you guys go. Of course, we hope to have you back with us in the next episode. But in the meantime, hope you guys have a great rest of the day.
Please come back for the next one. <laughs> <laughs>